Welcome back to the Racing and Sports Punters Pod FIFA World Cup Daily Special. December the 1st, Jimmy Buckley with you, joined by Sammy Williams. Sam, welcome, mate. What a day to be an Australian bucko. It might be a new contender for Australia Day. How's that for an idea, right? Yeah, we'll make it work. The sun's shining, the uh, birds are chirping. What a win. Yeah, 1-0 over Denmark to progress to the round of 16 for only the second time in our history after we were completely written off during qualifying, really. So to get to this point, having beaten two sides in Tunisia and Denmark is absolutely remarkable. You know what, Sammy? I I reckon new Prime Minister Anthony Albanese doing a terrific job. I reckon he should declare three public holidays for this. One for the win over Tunisia, one for the win over Denmark, and one for qualifying for the round of 16. I'm all for it, and the beauty is we get one when we beat Argentina as well. <laughs> so that, that's four. <laughs> we'll so, take the week off, I reckon. All right, and then if we get to the semis, well, there it is. It's a full week off. There we go. Henceforth. Let's get the message out there. Uh, yeah, look, superb performance. Matthew Leckie scored on the counter, which was always probably going to be our most likely avenue to goal. Uh, and then big Suter at the back. He stood up uh, with his big tall frame and his uh, ample forehead. Great to see, but... Just an unbelievable performance. And once again, Sammy, it goes to show you that, that, that grit and determination can get you a long way. There is always a place in sport for grit and de- determination. It doesn't matter what sport you're playing. Nearly every coach in the world or manager or whoever it might be, they always speak about the will to win and the playing for each other. And this is no different. This this Australian Socceroos side, they all play for each other. They're... Now they've got a nation behind them, and it just shows when someone has a dig and you put put everything you can into it, you can you can get results. Yeah, it's just fantastic to see. Now, quick recap uh, overnight, and look once again, Desert Theory is just ruling this World Cup. It's incredible. Australia beating Denmark. I mean, Denmark feeding doesn't have a grain of sand really inside of it at all. Imagine someone paying seven dollars with a full desert. Against a country with no desert. Yeah, that is stealing money. That is absolutely Ridiculous. stealing. So so there we go. Tunisia beat France. Well, no surprises there. No surprise at all. You know, as as mentioned, the entire southern stretch of of Tunisia reaches into the Sahara Desert. There you go. Makes sense. Uh, look, Mexico beating Saudi Arabia. We do know that Saudi Arabia is made up of a fair chunk of desert, but let's not forget the North American Chihuahuan Desert most of which resides in the north uh, and the centre of Mexico, and that's clearly helped them overnight as well. So what can we say? It is just the theory that is ruling the tournament right now. It's standing up every time. It just stands up time in, time out. We get desert theory. We get to test it again with four more games. Gee whiz, they come thick and fast. Uh, Let's start with Canada versus Morocco. Morocco win this game they're through the last 16 and I don't think anyone gave them a hope of progressing from this group at the start of the tournament but here we are what do you like in this game mate I think Morocco's defensive prowess is going to hold up once again six straight clean sheets in internationals for the Moroccans it's pretty good going against a side who's struggling a little bit I think Morocco's too strong they might get a uh, look, Canada's got nothing to lose. They need to attack. They need to score some goals, and I think Morocco will get one on the counter. So Morocco to win at $2.10 for me. 
Yeah, look, that uh, that sounds pretty good. They've been superb this tournament. Canada will be uh, utterly disappointed. I mean, they probably should have beaten Belgium in that first game and it all went out the window against Croatia. And look, just a quick one, Morocco is virtually just entirely Sahara Desert. And the problem for Canada is that there are lakes and mountains and forest and, and archipelago and tundra and unfortunately... They don't really have Desert Theory on their side. So $2.10 for Morocco, that is just printing and stealing. Yeah, I'm not sure why I went into those other stats when we know clearly the Moroccan Desert Theory is going to hold up. Yeah, no need to overcomplicate this. I should mention, too, Argentina progress. As winners of their group, uh, they beat Poland 2-0, unsurprising there, too, given the Patagonian Desert is the eighth largest <laughs> in the world and takes up uh, virtually that entire bottom third of Argentina. We mentioned it earlier in one of the podcasts for the earlier matches, but a couple of things you like, Bucko. You love your football <laughs> and you love a desert. <laughs> I learn I learn about a new desert every single day in here. <laughs> it's amazing, isn't it? Uh, we should mention too, we, we did reference the uh, Puendov Desert in Poland earlier on in this podcast series, but, I mean, that, that can't compare to the Patagonian Desert really, can it? It doesn't. Costa Rica versus Germany. I will declare right from the off that this is a no play for me. Neither country contains a single desert region. So <laughs> you're in charge of this one, mate. Well, that's good because I've got to play. I've got a, a same game multi. I think Germany, they, they need to win. They need to score some goals. I think they're way better. They're very, very short in the market. But for Germany to win, for Fulkrug to be an anytime goal scorer, Havertz to be an anytime goal scorer, over two and a half goals in the match will give you $3.60. So I'm all in on Germany turning it on. They've got so much to play for, so much firepower there against the underwhelming Costa Rican side. I I think we go all in on Germany. They turn it on, and if that comes off at $3.60, we've made some, made some money. Yeah, you're right. Germany do need to turn it on here, I think. Uh, they can't afford to be limping. Well, for st- I was going to say, they can't afford to limp into the last 16, but... Uh, they need to secure their place in the last 16. And it's only a win against Costa Rica and possibly a big win against Costa Rica that will do that for them. So I think you're right there. Plenty of goals to be had. Havertz, very, very talented uh, player there. Full Krug as well. Uh, I think we've we've just about nailed the pronunciation there. I think I can nearly speak full German now. Yeah, yeah you're on fire, <laughs> mate. Yeah, so Full Krug, Havertz and over two and a half goals in that match. $3.60. I like the look of that as a little same-game multi. Quick question, Sammy. Japan versus Spain. What do you know about the geography of these two countries? Not as much as you know. <laughs> so fill me in. Well, look, um, this is probably going to surprise you a little bit. The I don't know if you've been to Japan. The Tatori Prefecture, which I believe uh, a prefecture is a kind of like a state, I suppose, or a region over in Japan. And the uh, Tutori is the least populous of all such jurisdictions in Japan, partly because of a section of the country that is virtually just rolling sand dunes. It resembles a desert. I don't know if it uh, actually qualifies, but it resembles a desert. So Japan are actually on the ladder in this one. Problem is they're up against Spain. Now, Spain, as we know, Europe isn't uh, really overly crowded with deserts at all. I mean, it's just far too north, really, in terms of latitude. But down in the southeast corner of Spain in Almeria is uh, the Tabernas Desert, which is not massive, but it's down there. And uh, Spain, of course, does possess the uh, the Maceta as well, 
right up the top of the country, the Camino de Santiago goes uh, across that between Burgos and Leon as well. So that's more of a high plain kind of a region. But you could probably convince the players that's a desert as well. Fascinating game. Spain have looked very, very good this World Cup. Japan beat Germany, lost to Costa Rica. Really hard to get a read on them. And Spain $1.36 favourites to win this. Japan $8.50 and the draw is $4.60. What do you like here, mate? Look, we've got, you're, you're, our, you're our desert desert man. <laughs> I'm purely with the stats and what's what we what we've come up with here at Racing and Sports. So Japan's five of their last six have seen both teams scoring. I think Japan likely need to win, with Germany likely being comfortable winners as well. Uh, Spain only need the draw, and, um, and they'll progress. So I don't think there's too much concern there. But I think for both of the teams to score at $2 is the play. I think Japan, they're going to try and get one in the back of the net. And obviously we know what Spain can do if they happen to go down or if there happens to be a bit of scoreboard pressure. So I like both of those teams to score. Get two bucks about it, double your money. That's a brilliant price it's, it's the classic uh, one team has to score and then one team therefore probably will score because there's going to be holes in that Japanese defence you would think so two dollars both teams to score yeah and look even if, if Spain are the first on the board and they score well Japan just throw the kitchen sink at it to try and get one back anyway so yeah double your money now the final game we're going to look at Croatia versus Belgium the market with Neds uh, can't split them two dollars sixty five a piece with a draw at three dollars twenty Belgium desperately need a win if they're going to go through, I would have thought. And Croatia, uh, they looked very, very good, I thought, in beating Canada. They're probably better placed at this point in the tournament. We do know that Belgium is absolutely stacked as a football team, albeit a football team not playing very well at the moment. What do you make of this game? This is another interesting one, and this is we've mentioned it throughout this week about some of the final matches of the group stages. And Croatia, they only need a draw to go through. Belgium, I think, are going to attack and therefore Croatia need to find one. That's why I set playing out again. And much like the previous game, I think both to score is at a dollar eighty and I like it. I also like it from a punting prospect that if you're going to be up in the middle of the night, you want to see some goals. We can't be doing this nil all business at three in the morning. So I think both teams to score, that's where I'm going. Now I entirely agree with that. Both sides are absolutely stacked with attacking prowess as well, which is uh I think that bodes quite well for, for the bet. In terms of who wins this game, Sammy, have you heard of the uh, the Sands of Dorodovac? Fill me in, bucko. Often referred to as the Croatian Sahara. No, I haven't. It's an area of partially stabilised sand dunes uh, inland, a long way inland from the Mediterranean, up in the north of Croatia. Enough in it, mate. That's the question. Well, there's enough because Belgium have absolutely nothing okay. in terms of a desert. Therefore, I'm going to have to lean towards... Croatia, I think, in this one. But that will be a fascinating game. Now, to run through those, Sammy likes Morocco at $2.10 to win. Germany versus Costa Rica, he likes uh, a little same-game multi, over two and a half goals scored in the game. At least one scored by Havertz and at least one scored by Fulkrug. We like both teams to score in Japan versus Spain at $2, and we like both teams to score at $1.80 in Belgium versus Croatia. And as far as desert theory goes... Morocco to win, Croatia to win, Spain to win, and Germany, Costa Rica is a no bet. I think that's all we've got today, Sammy. It's an exciting night of football ahead. I think it's going to be some some cracking games, and it's the the story of each game and the way that this all plays out. It's not just a simple head to head. In most of them, there's you know goals to be scored uh, in terms of their for and against, and 
I think it's going to be a fascinating the way that some of these games are played out. And the Socceroos Argentina game, which I believe is being played at six a.m. Australian Eastern Time, we'll probably need to confirm that. Which is wedged delightfully between the Racing and Sports Christmas Party and the Cricket ACT One Day Final between Norths and Tuggeranong, which uh, you're hoping to play a significant part in. Yeah, I'll be playing a significant part in both those <laughs> events. The Socceroos are going to test me this one. Oh, uh, yeah, look, it's that time of the of the year, isn't it? It's exciting for the Christmas party, and then I think it's the first final that the North Canberra Gungahlin Eagles have played in for oh, nearly over 20 years, I think. So it's a bit of a buzz around the club for us, and it'd be, it'd be wonderful to get a win. But either way, I'll uh, sleep well. Sunday night. Well, all the very best in that game. I remember the, the Socceroos' last 16 appearance at a World Cup, that fateful game against Italy. I think that was about 4am too. Vague recollections of being up at a stupid hour. Yeah, I had a little less on my schedule at that time <laughs> as well. I think I probably just went back to bed. And I don't... <laughs> <laughs> Sammy, thank you, mate. We'll hear from you again tomorrow morning with your weekend multi. And uh, I'll be back tomorrow as well with Ken Rutherford and a very special guest, But until then, happy punting.